y'all, and welcome back to the For the One podcast. I'm your host, KK Hooper, and today we are looking at him, actually. It's called In the Garden. It's really old. It's from 1913. I know a lot of y'all listening have heard it. I've been reminded of this song a lot recently and really just wanted to share it with you and just kind of what it means to me, messages I gather from it. So grab your fall sweaters and your hot chocolates, and let's get started. The earliest memory I have of this song, or at least what I think of when I think of this song, is visiting my grandma's church. (laughs) It's so precious and so sweet and, you know, makes me feel really nostalgic. They also sing this one a lot at funerals, but really I just associate it with sweet old ladies singing. (laughs) Well, the other week when I was most recently reminded of it, I was walking in this park and it was, it's a very big park. And the particular spot I wanted to go to was deep, like you had to walk many trails to get there, to get to this beautiful vantage point where you can see all these trees and you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere. It's gorgeous. And I was going to the park for just a change of scenery with my Bible study. Honestly, if you can get one lesson from the song, it's that the Lord speaks through nature and he loves nature and walking in the garden with you. But you guess you could say my mind was already on the Lord when I was walking in the garden about to have my Bible study and even on my way back, which reminded me of this song. And so I decided to look it up to play it on Apple Music, and I found a really pretty version of it It, uh, covered by Joey and Rory. They're these two country singers. I can link it in the show notes, but it's really, really sweet. and. It was precious because I was walking in the garden, being reminded of the Lord's constant presence. And so even though I was walking by myself physically, he was still there with me in his presence. So I just wanted to share that reminder with y'all today uh, with this song. So for a little bit of context, this is a hymn written by Charles Austin Miles in 1913. It's the one he's most well known for. This song is rooted in a lot of scripture, actually, believe it or not, which (laughs) I'm sure lots of hymns are. It references scriptures in Genesis, Psalms, and then primarily in John, most of the time when Jesus references us being the lambs and him being the shepherd, as well as him just meeting in the garden with his disciples. And I'll link those scriptures in the show notes as well, so you can get a little bit of artistic context and inspiration for behind the songs lyrics very sweet Uh, before we even look at this song i think it's important to note how god really speaks through art this is a song that's so moving that i remember it from a young age after not hearing it for years that it reminds you of the lord in just such such a beautiful way And you realize, like, it's not a man's word that makes you feel that way. It's not, you know, from someone's mind. It's from the Lord. And he speaks through art, and he inspires lots of mediums of art. It's just really sweet. So let him him speak to you through art, I guess. (laughs) Also, in terms of it being rooted in scripture, I think one thing we should note is that when you do something in God's name, 
writing a song, for example, whenever you're working for the Lord and not man, when you're, I don't know, writing a sermon, hosting a podcast, eating lunch with your friends, whatever. Anything you do in God's name, proclaiming Jesus, proclaiming the Lord, make sure it's rooted in scripture, aligning it with truth. And that's why I wanted to give you, I guess, historical context and scriptural background of this particular song, knowing that it it's inspired by truth, which is really sweet and just, I don't know, makes you feel more connected with the Lord even more. With that being said, I'm going to read the song to you. I won't be reading like every time it says the chorus, but I will point out which part the chorus is. <laughs> I know you don't want me singing uh, when you just came to hear me talk on a podcast, so I'll just speak their lyrics for you. <laughs> and if you want to hear it, go ahead and look it up on YouTube. You can even pause now if you want to just listen to the song itself. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and hear, and the voice I hear falling on my ear, the son of God discloses. And he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. He speaks, and the sound of his voice is so sweet, the birds hush their singing. And the melody that he gave to me within my heart is ringing. I'd stay in the garden with him, though the night around me falling. But he bids me go through the voice of woe. His voice to me is calling. And he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there. None other has ever known. So sweet. And I know I say that after literally everything. But to me, this one read or sang or written is just so beautiful. So starting with the first couple of lines, I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses. One thing that I draw from this is that it's good to spend time early in the morning with God. I know a lot of our days are super busy and our mornings may feel super hectic and, you know, you're tired and all you really have time for is just to get up and get out the door. I totally get it. I totally get it because I'm currently in a season of life where the only time I can carve out in my day is at the end of the day and that is okay. But let me tell you, when you get to do it in the morning, it's just all the more sweet. Like letting the voice of the Lord dictate the tone for your day, letting him be the first thing your mind consumes. Oh my word, like day changer. And it hadn't even started yet. You know, anytime I struggled, or not anytime, there was, for a long time I struggled with spending time with the Lord daily in my word, in the Bible, in his word. Doing it in the morning, however, is just so very sweet. And, you know, sometimes you may be super sleepy, like I am in the morning. Like, it's hard for me to really comprehend a lot when you first wake up. I'm not saying, like, open your eyes and immediately open your Bible. But you can even do something to wake yourself up first. Go make 
Go make your favorite cup of coffee. Go wash your face and brush your teeth or eat or work out or something. Sometimes I eat while I'm studying my Bible, kind of like sharing a meal with God. However you do it, go to the garden alone. Go spend time alone with the Lord. It's important to help make your faith yours, make it your own, a one-on-one relationship with you and God. And it says here, while the dew is still on the roses, that's just in reference to, you know, the early morning air. And it's really sweet to think that, like, God decorates the roses with the dew. He provides the moisture for them, and still he wants to be in the garden with you. The next line that speaks to me is just two lines down in that same verse, and it says, the Son of God discloses. Y'all, when you come near to God, like draw near to him and he will speak to you. Spend time with him and he intentionally, he discloses intentionally his word to you. Next line, and he walks with me and he talks with me. Y'all. He walks with you. Jesus is walking with you in every step of life. I personally have to remind myself of this whenever I feel like I don't have anyone to listen to me or when I feel alone or even when I actually am just physically alone and I'm on a walk. I have a picture. I'm like, you know what? I'm not alone. And Jesus is walking right there with me. He's sitting right there with me. He's here ready to listen, ready to impart wisdom, here to just simply walk and to be with you. Like picture that. Next time you feel alone or next time you're just on a walk somewhere or even walking down the aisles of the grocery store or something, like Jesus is walking with you. He walks with you and he talks with you. And it's really sweet in the garden alone because you're actually not alone. Jesus is there. Next line, it says, and he tells me I am his own. Y'all, God will remind you of your identity in him. Because, well, first, you got to have an ear out for the Lord. Because the world will tell you all sorts of things that you should put your identity in. It'll say, put your identity in your job. Put your identity in your sexuality. Put your identity in your faults. Put your identity in your own self, putting yourself on a pedestal. Put your identity in all these things that are not a sound basis for identity. When you spend time with him, he reminds you that your identity is in him as a child of God, made in the image of God. Next line, and the joy we share as we tarry there. And the joy you share. I really love how it says share. That not not only does the Lord bring us joy, but we bring him joy. The same way that a child brings joy to their parent. Like God looks at you. He walks with you and he smiles just because how much he loves you. You will walk away with joy when you spend time with the Lord. 
Because let me tell you something. I'm not saying that spending time with God will erase all your problems. I was spending time with the Lord this morning, laying at his feet problems that are bothering me, and they're still there today. But you know what? I walked away with joy because he doesn't, obviously he does solve our problems. But I'm not saying read your Bible and everything bad will just go away. But when you spend time with the Lord, it gears your heart towards his He blesses you with undescribable peace, fills you with joy that can come from nowhere else but Him, and He equips you to better approach your problems. He equips you and He reminds you that you're not facing them alone. And He fills you with joy. Joy when you spend time with the Lord. It's unmatched. None other has ever known. In the next verse, it says, He speaks, and the sound of his voice is so sweet, the birds hush their singing. So sweet, the birds hush their singing. His voice is so sweet, yet authoritative, creation reveres it. It's sweet that the birds hush. With the authority of the Lord. You know, remember in the Bible when all he just said was, Be still, and the waves and wind recognized him and were still. His voice is sweet, yet has authority authority over all creation. Everything that's in the garden, Jesus has authority over. Yet he is so sweet that they simply listen out of his love for them. Like, Take notes of the birds. They hush their singing at the sound of his voice. Y'all, let's practice hushing our thoughts just at the sound of his voice. Stilling our hearts, stilling our minds. Just simply hear Jesus speak to you when you walk in the garden together. He walks with you, he talks with you, and he tells you he is his own Y'all, so sweet. I'm about to go listen to this song after the episode. I already did once before, before the show. Now, if you're someone who thinks old hymns, yeah, they're okay, but I don't really relate to those. I prefer music with more modern style. Y'all, I have a solution. There's a solution. I highly recommend the album called New Hymns. It's by Forrest Frank, and it is so, so good. Like, ever since it was released, I listened to it on my walk to school, and it automatically sets a tone for my day set for the Lord. And it's so upbeat and just a really fun recreation of cherished songs and even bringing in new songs and new verses to the songs. This isn't sponsored whatsoever. I just love it so much that I just wanted to share it with you. So if you're not much of an old hymnal person, I really recommend New Hymns by Forrest Frick. With that being said, for the one who's listening, for the one who needs to hear it, Jesus walks with you. Fix your mind on him and allow yourself to be more fully aware of his presence in your life. And then, delight in him. 
spend time getting to know God early in the morning or whenever you have time in your day. Get to know Him one-on-one and you'll see the sweetness that is He. You'll be all the more blessed simply realizing the greatness of His love that He wants to spend time in the garden with you. For the one who's listening, Jesus loves you. God bless. Hey, y'all. If this has been a blessing to you, please go ahead and share it with your friends. Who knows? Maybe they'll be the one who needs to hear it. Also, go ahead and subscribe to the show so you get notified when new episodes launch. And follow along on Instagram at 4 the one podcast underscore. Thanks again for listening. Peace out.